nights when the moon is high. The shadows dance, evil will rise. The world between the living and the dead is So now is the time to let the horror you know again. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Darren. I'm Ian. And I'm Trent. And tonight, we're getting wild. Well, I was uh, going to say, I'd like to know if I could take you boys home. Take us home? Yeah. Where, where are you taking us home? I said I'd like to. Yet. You have a whole episode to do, motherfucker. A whole yeah. ass episode. I say I would own. like to know if I could take you all home because this story takes place in our home of Indiana. Oh. But... Take also, me home tonight. Because I believe that's what her Baumeister said to his victims. Right Be before he took my them little home. baby. Can I take you boys home? Uh, 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 oh. Again, did you say the Baumeister? Well, that was that's beautiful. what I heard. I heard the Baumeister. That's like a, a really shitty frat boy name. It's the Baumeister. I like did say bo- that. Like the boner champ. <laughs> boner <laughs> champ. It's not bow as in moving your bowels as you're thinking. Oh. It's like B- I just did. A-U. Meister. Oh. Baumeister. Baumeister. Bow. Mm-hmm. No, I'm still saying Can we just call him the Bowmaster? You can call him whatever you want as long as you got Mr. in front. I was thinking that. So this is the story of the Baumeister. Yeah. And not to be confused with the Powmaster. That's me. Since I'm here tonight to take you all back to Indiana, I couldn't be more happy that our good friend and leader, Mr. Means, is back with us. Can two I... weeks in a row. <laughs> I know. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Somebody agree You're with me welcome. Glad to have you back again, even I'm though the, you were here last week. I'm the week. old old gent. They call me the hey, colon meister. Just so you know, for every week that you miss, you have to make up with us. <laughs> you just trample on any of our fucking jokes, don't you? <laughs> you don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. It's like guy. fucking don't give room to breathe. Just trample. <laughs> the colon meister. He eats a lot of... Uh, Say that anyway. again. Trample on my colon. What, what about the colon meister? He eats a lot of colon blow or whatever that cereal is from SNL. Colon blow. Colon blow. Colon blow. I'm going to do my best to try to appreciate your all's jokes in this episode. <laughs> Thank you. At least someone does. Happen, yeah. I promise. This is my promise to you. Because I love I you guys. He pointed to us. He never, he never pointed to you. And oh, you. No. Especially you. My, my jokes. And your slick hair. All on deaf ears. Your slick hair. Yeah. Are you being racist? I love I love him the most. Because he will actually go places with you. Wait, go places with you. He invites you to places. True. You've never invited me to any of your rap sessions. That's a fact. <laughs> things got really? just, things just got real awkward. You don't want an elephant in the room. I get it. I get really? it. You, you don't, don't want to be like. You know what means is your hype man. They'd be like, "Who's that fucking boy, white boy over there?" And you're like, nah, "I don't you, know that you, motherfucker." Listen to me. Is that Steven Seagal? You have there? to give me credit though, because after years of dealing with people like Ian and Trent, I got used to just not inviting my friends from Madison <laughs> to my shows. You oh. never invited me to your shows. Lies. You can't. Okay, your way of inviting people is an hour beforehand. Lies. Can me and can I've me never and been invited to go to one of your shows. I would love that. Would we feel comfortable? You'd be proud. Would, would if, they start calling us like Eminem? You'd be a proud fan. You'd be a proud if I was out there in my like 
Fucking like, what is that? What are you doing? I don't know. What, what are was you doing? that? Never mind. Don't invite him. <laughs> if I was out there in my like Def Leppard t-shirt, just like vibing, you'd be like, that's my friend out there. I he's, think people would. He's like Wayne and Garth. Attitude. <laughs> I think people would be very cool with you. Def Leppard t-shirt. You. Especially me. Okay. Yeah. I've said it before. I'll say it again. This shit went off the rails quickly. Yeah. Well, that's what we do here at the Horror You Know podcast. You say that every week, and that's not a good thing. But it's true. But <laughs> what is on the rails? Solid three seconds of dead air every time. I love it. <laughs> what is on the rails and right on track that people expect is a shot of this. Your Segway game is unmatched, sir. Thank you. I try. Except by the people who made Segways. <laughs> the scooters. Why can't, you just, why can't you just let me have a moment, Trent? Why you have to take it away from what me? What if he segwayed? Now you're trampling on his jokes. Yeah. You and segways. Take it away from you like we're about jokes. to take this shot, you mean? Right, Ooh, well. that was good. That was good. We're taking it back yeah. to the back of our throat. Is this oh, I'm sorry. What are we again? taking a drink of? To, this is apple pie. What, from? What's the brand? Oh, smoky. Why did I almost say sweet smoky? I was wondering what everybody went. Oh, and he went. We've only done an old smoky shot every episode. At least I stopped with mine. I was really confused. At least I stopped one. It is sweet, though, you have to admit. Sweet Caroline. Here we go. Here we go. Apple pie. Oh. It burns. Oh. Actually, I liked it better the second I time. Like I think that's the second, that's the third you time. Took me the third time for you, bro. No, I only had two shots. Did you all have you another shot without me? <laughs> I only had two. So oh, you, guys, you guys have secret shots I think without what us. It was on the on the second in between shot. It was just us two. Yeah. Okay. Now that I know shot. what I'm expecting, it was a lot better. But if you could go ahead and pour everybody one more. No, Trent, no, I'm good. Trent. I'm Beans. Good. You're not good until we tell you. No, I it's almost took a gone. Shot. It's almost gone. Means has a 55 minute drive home. I, yeah, I do. <laughs> and I can't took, drive 55. It took so. him that long to get here. <laughs> One foot on the ground. Guys, seriously? It's almost gone. I don't want to take this at Arby's, home. guys. It's not almost gone if you do shots. You could get like almost 10 more gone. Sh- You could get 10 more shots out of that at least. Maybe 20. Ian, There's side? a reason that looks like turpentine right now. Torrance, whose side are you on, bro? I'm on everybody's side. Wells, I'm on Wells, everybody's side. you have to host this episode, buddy. Think about the episode. I'm thinking about you, my friend. We're going to need a DH on this episode. Wells, you have to give me your cup if you want me to. A designated hitter? A designated host. No. Trent, could you pass that? Cause you're making a mistake. A little help, Trent. Okay, guys, don't drink and don't drink and host, guys. If, if you drink, don't drive. Do the watermelon crawl. Whatever the fuck that is. Did you say what we're talking about today? I was gonna say while he goes ahead and pours those shots, I'll go ahead and get into what we're talking about tonight. Tonight we are here to talk about none other than suspected serial killer Herb Baumeister. The oh. Bowmeister. Not Bowles. You pointed at me. I, f- I didn't realize that was Mikey. Sorry. The colon blow. Ian's the Bowmeister. Bowmeister. <laughs> I already made that joke three times. <laughs> B-A-U-M-E-I-S-T-E-R. No, Not Bowles. B-O-W-E-L. What if it's Bowmeister, like Bowman? Just because Ian has to keep on moving his bowels tonight doesn't mean that's what we're talking I can't, about. I'm doing what? I'm moving my bowels? Mm-hmm. Keep sliding him to the side. <laughs> <laughs> You're moving them somewhere. Anyways, 
He was a suspected serial killer because I say this because he's slurring already. Here. Suspected. <laughs> serial killer. <laughs> he was suspected because he was never actually convicted of any murders. What? Dun, 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 dun. Dun. He's still at large? No, he's actually lost a lot of weight. Really? Really? Oh. You're bearing the lead right now, bro. It's not like you haven't done that a time or two on my episodes. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I can say. I do. Also, that. I asked well, that a, was a quick episode. I asked a question. I didn't even know. <laughs> it wasn't confirmed. I didn't know. So we're done. See you next week. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'm in. That's pretty I'm much daring. all I've got on Herb Baumeister. I'm like the audience. I don't know this story. He I'm was like, a yeah. son of a bitch that killed some people, and that's allegedly. It. Allegedly. Ooh, you're right. right. Mystery involved. It's always a mystery. Mystery Inc. Yeah. That's what we are. Not what it seems to be. So I said suspected serial killer because he was never actually convicted of any murders. And it's true. If you're not familiar with Herb Baumeister, you're not alone, but he's definitely a person who needs to be talked about. So the reason he was never convicted of any crimes is because he committed suicide in 1996, just before police could question him about his involvement in the disappearance of 11 gay men. These men vanished from Indianapolis area during the nineties. Yep, that's Herb. Well, Trent Herb. is right now showing everybody a picture of Herb Baumeister, which I'm sure that being the good social media manager he is, he'll post it on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff for y'all to see. I will. Instagram yes. possible? Yes. Yep. All those. So police wanted to question him about his involvement in the disappearances of 11 gay men. Uh, these men all vanished from the Indianapolis area during the 90s. And so the fact that Herb never came back, like I said, there was no arrest. Uh, there was never a trial and there was never actually any justice in this case to be served. We'll get back to more of this later, but I just wanted to go ahead and just let you all know all that. Bottom line information, I guess. Herb Baumeister was a straight-laced business, only family man. Uh, he lived on an 18-acre farm that was called Fox Hollow. Any particular reason it was called Fox Hollow? or? Oh, yeah. Thank you for answering my question. <laughs> there is a is that why you reason? wanted us to there watch that? Is that why just... you wanted us to watch that episode earlier? It has a little bit to do with that, but you know it's cool. Nobody watched it, so I'll just tell you this. I'll be honest. Here. I thought it was a random. Just watch this if you have time. Well, that's fucked up, Trent. <laughs> I don't remember what. Yeah, your Trent. Was about. And everybody else. You're the only one that would have thought that. I thought, if anything, I can expect. I can like count on memes. Well, hey, watch it. listen. Let's let the audience know. What can they go watch to learn more about this? Let them know. Not just the audience. We'll get into that us. later, Trent. <laughs> I'm sorry. I asked you why it was called that. What? <laughs> the foxhound thing. Oh, the fox the, and the hound? <laughs> Is that what he said? Not, it's Fox Hollow Farms, man. Ah, I was in the ballpark. <laughs> wow. It was a hollow and they saw foxes one time. Yeah. Were they that, hollow foxes? I really don't know. But this is what that was, was a called. lot of buildup for that answer. So it was Fox Hollow Farms where they lived. It was in Westfield, Indiana. He and his wife, Julia, were married right out of college and had three kids together. But Herb was living a secret double life at night. 
kind of like Batman. Except it was more friendly than what Batman does. Wait, the man that's suspected of murder? Well, not yet. more friendly? Not yet he's not suspected of murder. (laughs) Right now he's just a little sus because he likes to sneak off at night and go do things. Who doesn't? Right, Trent? Turns out for him to be going to a gay bar in Indianapolis. Oh. Oh. So he would sneak out to these gay bars in Indianapolis. Uh, the ones he would go to were just about 40 minutes away from where he lived. Can we say gay bars? Can we just say bars? No, you have to say gay so they know. Oh. You heard, it, you heard it right here. Yeah, you got to say gay. How do you know that? It's a difference. Okay. Difference. Now, you know, now I know. I've been educated. <laughs> you have to know which bars you're going to. Okay. Because he was born in 47, so we're talking a baby boomer. He was a boomer, and it was not it was not looked upon as being acceptable in his society, especially in the Midwest. Facts. This and was heavily looked down upon. Yes. Back in the Midwestern day. Indiana. Hence yeah. the sneaking. Sneaking. People who went to gay bars at this time were just like heathens, and they were out there just living a high-risk lifestyle. And, and they heathens? were possibly gay. I hear. Possibly. That's a qualification. That is a qualification of being gay is being gay. Makes sense. Which makes sense. I mean, has anyone here been to a gay bar? I've been to a not on purpose. I've been to a drag show that was basically a gay bar. I've been to a gay bar. Yep. One time. Uh, no, I I uh, almost went, but I didn't end up going. Were we together? We can be. Are you together now? Gay. (laughs) Can be if you want to. I mean, I, I support my gay and lesbian friends that I had in college, and we went to gay bars. Like oh, you know, what, what are you, well, hold on, what are you talking about? Were we together where? I was cool with it. Well, back in the early 2000s, I went down to Louisville with some people, a whole group of people, trying to go to this uh, wow. club. not us. You didn't invite us? No. I'm pretty sure the club was Club X at the time. Yes, I was there. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a cool, like, uh, what do you call that shit? Not hypno. What was the music? Techno. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be like a cool techno club. And we went down there and we tried to find it. We stopped and we asked for directions and we were told, oh, yeah, just uh, drive a few more blocks down the road and you'll see these purple neon lights. And once you see those neon lights, you found it. Cool. Okay. Easy enough. We drive down. We find purple neon lights. We park. In the shapes of cocks. Yeah. We get out. <laughs> I only did that because I saw you taking a drink. Sorry. We get out of the car. This and must we, be it. That's the place. We start like walking down the street towards this club. And there's like all these like tall women walking around there where I'm like, damn, these women are tall. What's going on here? But there was one short person, right? <laughs> Me. No, there was one short person. He was wearing that little fanny pack. Who? The guy, I don't know his name. Wearing a fanny pack. Probably. But it was like a little, not a fanny pack, but it was a little backpack. And he was walking in between these two tall women. Probably. Turned out they were not two tall women. They were not women at all. Wow, these women are tall. So yeah, we're like trying to walk down the street to this club. And I'm like, these women are tall around here. What's going on? And then we get a little closer and we start realizing all these women are people in drag. Which is fine. But I was still trying to hang out. Just not what we were looking for at the time. So we had actually wound up going to Connections, I think it was called. Mm. 
Why are you looking at me? I think I don't, Connections was. The, yeah, Connections bar, is yeah. one of the main gay bars in Lowell. Yeah, 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 that's what yeah. it was. I think that's what we were looking for. Yeah. And then we found a connection. Either way, it was cool. It's what it's what it was. But it's a good night. Yeah. So you weren't expecting to go to a drag show, basically, but you went to a drag show. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty See, I was on the much. I was on the opposite end of that spectrum. I was going to the drag show because all my friends and my gay friends were going and yeah. I had my girlfriend at the time in college and we all went. You know, we were part of a fraternity and sorority and it was just something that they did and I was like being from small midwestern town Indiana I was kind of apprehensive at first but then I thought you know it's all cool it's you a know. fun time yeah. it, it really a, was a fun time I've been to a drag show too I yeah. have since fun. been to like gay bars and surprisingly it's like some of the best laid back time you'll have yeah I mean it probably maybe helped that I had my girlfriend there yeah she was with me all night so I don't know. Might have been a different experience without that, but you would have got uh, a little bit more attention. I probably would have got free drinks all night, so which is all right. I do have did have long hair, long. (laughs) I have nice flow. You still have nice, beautiful long hair. I'd buy you a drink. Means I'm not afraid to let you buy me a drink, man. I'd buy you a drink at a gay bar. Buy you a drink in any bar. Yeah, it's scary to say. Yeah, thank you guys. No, I buy you a drink. I just, give you a hug. Just a gay bar. bar for me. Yeah, just a gay bar. Yeah. Well, at least he, at least he let you know. <laughs> so you went to. Well, that was just a little detour. Of my story. We don't have to stay stuck on that. We were talking about Herb Baumeister. The Baumeister. <laughs> he had a little habit of sneaking out at night and uh, going to bars. He would go to these gay bars and. His wife had a sneaky suspicion, but she never actually thought he was gay. But she did admit that they'd only been intimate like a few times during their 25 years of marriage. So, uh, kind of let you make your own conclusions on that. What do you mean? <laughs> well, he was married for 25 years and he only got intimate a few times. So, he's like, oh, that's go, kind ahead, of go ahead, Trent. If I got to, I guess I will, just to keep up appearances. You want me to put my what in your way? I can't. <laughs> Stop it. That's kind of a typical story for that time, though, I'm sure. Like, a lot of gay men got married because either they were trying to hide it or they were trying to fight the idea of them being gay in their own head. Yeah. Right? It's not uncommon for, like, which gay is guys sad. to have girlfriends. Which is sad that you have to do that. It's not uncommon or... Back then, I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> it's not, it's not a- unusual. <laughs> Sorry. Tom Jones, everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, pussy cat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. Sorry, fellas. I just want to stop by and hang out <laughs> with my favorite pod. I don't know why he turned into Barry White. <laughs> In 92, police had been investigating the disappearances of gay men from the Indianapolis area. This is when a man named Tony Harris came forward claiming that he had met with a man who called himself Brian Smart. What am I doing? Finger quotes. That's right. I think those are finger quotes. Smart. Brian Smart. Are you making fun because he's dumb? Well, because... That's not his name. What he said his name was. Okay. As far as we know right now, that is his name, but... Brian Smart. They call him Brian. It sounds weird. It's not his name. Yeah. So Harris had met this man named Brian Smart. Harris told police he believed that Smart was the same guy that killed his friend, Roger Goodlett. 
Roger Goodlip was a man who was missing at the time. Are you saying good lip or good lip? Good lip. Good let. Good let. Yep. Good lip. He might have had good lips. I don't know. I'm not judging him. Roger. Yeah. Harris said that he had went with Smart to his home. Smart. What am I doing? Quotes. Air quotes. Yes. (laughs) Harris said he went with Smart to his home. And Smart had attempted to kill him by taking erotic floor play too far. Floor so, play? Floor play? Is that yeah. playing on the floor? <laughs> they had so, Legos spread out? Or? You guys are judging a little bit right now, but you have to think it's very quite normal for you to go to the club, leave with the I'm guy. Judging. We're judging like, you're saying it's a your floor play. And he's like, hey, I want to <laughs> tie this play. around your neck and tighten it up a little bit. I'm down. You're not even getting no, a joke. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you so far. It's all good. It's normal. So I don't have a problem. Was there a jungle gym in this room? Just just be cool with it, man. I'm cool with it, but were they playing they fucking be. Scrabble? Or? Did, they, did did they have like a ten point scale on their floor exercise? They were they were actually they had a hopscotch board painted on the hardwood. Mm, I think any of that would have enhanced the experience, but I don't. Did think they have was... one of those skip it things they tied to their ankle and jumped right. with one leg? Yeah, they did not. Counted out with the skip the. The bop it wasn't invented yet. But they the had bop. fucking alcohol. They had cocaine, and they had a <laughs> swimming pool. Roger, I gotta admit, when you invited me back for floor play, this is not what I thought you said. Did, they have, a, a did they have a sit and spin? Remember those? I do. Yeah, those things are ridiculous. <laughs> it's so weird. He's been waiting to dish on this. <laughs> yeah, can we talk about it? Are yeah. you aware what a sit and spin is? Tell us how you feel about it. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's like a little top-looking thing you sit Are on. You all right, Trent? And there's like a wheel in the middle, and you hold on to it, and you literally spin. Trent wasn't what ready the for fuck? all this. You just pull yourself really fast. You're just pulling yourself circle. around it. But you can never go fast. Yes. Trent, as the youngest member of this podcast, do you have any idea what we're talking about? Floor play. Oh, God. Floor play. Do you know what that is? A Ass. sit and spin. I couldn't get past floor play. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did you even well, hear what you said? Yeah. You said floor, floor play. play. I did not say floor I play. Swear we God, heard floor we all play. heard floor play. I promise I did not. I definitely said floor play. <laughs> so we're all laughing at floor play. Your mind, though, I think, thought I floor think play, your but your lips. Floor play, but your lips said floor play. <laughs> or maybe you all thought floor play. I heard floor Three play. Three people heard it. Yeah. It's like they're... They're like rolled up on the floor, rolling around, going steamroller, steamroller. <laughs> Best floor play I've ever been a part uh-huh. of. <laughs> it's hey. not funny, but it's funny. We don't know. This floor play could have happened on the floor. We don't know. Or he invited him over to retile his floor. Who are we to judge? Where you I'm want not, to choke? Nobody's judging. Stop are, saying that. Who are we to judge? Where you want to choke somebody out at? That's not. Oh, wow. That is not what we're talking about at all. How do you do it when you do this kind of foreplay means? Foreplay? Wait, choking a man I, to death? I do, I do foreplay. How do you? When not you, floor When play. you choke somebody out, how do you do it? Is it on the floor or not on the floor? In, in MMA? Man. Don't matter. <laughs> I think it does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you be doing <laughs> MMA on the bed? I don't choke anybody out unless I'm in a fight. I was going to say, of the four of us, who has choked someone out? I think you're asking the wrong person. Come here, motherfucker. <laughs> I actually have choked somebody out. I mean, it was we an accident. It. We during, believe it. During foreplay? No. It I was himself. Felt like choking somebody out at the time. That's the reason your Valentines don't go well, brother. Like, you just go up behind somebody and you're like, hold still, bro. Was this a story you should have told on last week's episode? Maybe. 
So my worst date was we were dating. We we started some floor play, and then I choked the bitch out, and the date just went south from there. Yep, that foreplay went too far in this story. And then Harris later on said Baumeister talked about how he had killed people, and he was confident that he wouldn't get caught because he had already got away with it for many years. That sounds familiar. <laughs> Are you talking about Wells's opening statement in court? Wells is scaring me tonight. What's sad that we're hearing usual. all this? We're going to be accessories to the crime. And you guys are going to tell me you had no inkling that he was doing <laughs> yeah. this. No, I swear. Well, I you, thought but it was if you go back play. to this tape, it you was know, foreplay. It was foreplay. It's funny because I'll actually touch on that a little bit later on how, like, when people are serial killers, the closest people close to them don't even know it. Oh, we yeah, suspect. We know. Though. We yeah. suspect. But you suspect, but you don't know. A couple more drinks into Wells, and we may be on to something tonight. Anyway, I'll, I'll drive you to where I buried the motherfucker. I don't, <laughs> I don't appreciate y'all trying to manipulate confessions out of me with alcohol. That's what I don't appreciate. Make You're you the one anything. that's supplying the alcohol. Oh, my God. You brought the alcohol. The one that brings the shots every five you, seconds. You brought the moonshine. So back to you the story. Foreplay. Foreplay? I'd move past that. Okay. Back to the story. Yeah, now... They're into it. Mm-hmm. They are. He's getting way away with it. Into it. It's five getting play. away with it. The the police were investigating the disappearances of these men in the Indianapolis area. This is when a man named Tony Harris, if you remember, that's what I was saying, came forward. He was claiming that he had met a man who called himself Brian Smart. Smart. Yeah. Maxwell Smart. <laughs> Harris told police that he believed Smart had killed his friend, Roger Goodlett. Roger Goodlip was missing at the time. Good lips. Harris said that he went with Smart to his home, and Smart had attempted to kill him by taking erotic foreplay too far. Harris said Baumeister talked about how he had killed people and was confident that he wouldn't get caught because he'd been getting away with it for years. Herb had been killing men who were regulars at gay bars during the 80s and 90s. His victims were often people who fell through the cracks of society or people who were just considered to be living a dangerous lifestyle. Which I'm sure you probably remember, but like back in the early 90s, people who were, I don't know, people who were gay were like considered to be living a dangerous, high lift, high risk lifestyle, even though now we know that's. You remember. <laughs> Are you calling me gay right now? No. Well, no, to be honest, like. We were all alive in the 90s. Yeah, but we were kids. You got to remember, too, like the Ryan White story came out of Indiana. So you're talking the AIDS epidemic kind of pointed towards that lifestyle. Like you said, basically, you know, because people knew nothing about that disease. They they thought that it was a very high-risk lifestyle anyway because of that disease. Right. And I think especially here in the Midwest, you know, like larger cities, you can you can find people like your own a lot easier. And I think here in the Midwest – even, you know, I've been a teacher 26 years and the LGBTQ community at our school has grown since I first started there. Sure. But a lot of kids that I know that later on came out after they graduated high school had a rough time at our high school. So absolutely, I see what you're saying. Like people would view it as being a risky or dangerous lifestyle yeah. when in reality it didn't have to be. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, like you said, there's people that would go out and be promiscuous and, and, 
engage in activities that were dangerous, you know, yeah. rough sex and stuff like that. But, you know, I think like, overall most most people that was in into that life, you know, you're saying lifestyle. That's just their lives. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's a lifestyle choice yeah. that they make all of a sudden later on. I, I think that's just the way they're born. I truly believe that. Not getting political or anything, but I think like a lot of people, if they're into any kind of bondage or anything like that, they're running a risk. Like I'll ask you guys right now. Are you I, cool I with bondage? I haven't dated in a while, but if you went out with a girl on a weekend, you know, took her home from a bar Just and a she got a little kinky, would you all of a sudden let her tie you up? Because I think that's kind of risky. I wouldn't let a woman that I've been married to for 10 years tie me up. Exactly. Yeah. I have a issue with being tied, being restrained. So I've, I've mentioned this on this podcast before. I don't like tight spaces. You, mm-hmm. know, you guys don't know. <laughs> like to where, like we've said caves or rooms. When you go in, if I don't Oh, have, I thought you were talking about the woman. You don't yes, like tight space, I'm and now you're saying too. caves. I was he, like, doesn't hey. like, he doesn't like those tight spaces. So what She's happens is, like, is what if, you're saying. If I, <laughs> so if I anyway. can't if I can't move around or if I can't like turn if I can't move freely the way I want to, you freak. I out. have an anxiety attack. Yeah, and if I'm restrained like that or blindfolded, yeah, or anything like that, I have an anxiety attack. Yeah, hell yeah. And so, if you didn't know, you still probably wouldn't on the first night meet somebody want. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like if it was somebody I loved and I was with for like a decade and I trusted them with my life, I still would not let them tie me. No. Good. But if it has nothing to do with that person, it's just the way my mind works. But if you, if you did though, what I'm saying is like, if you did, if you weren't like claustrophobic, like I'm kind of claustrophobic too. I'm with you. We've talked about this, but if I wasn't, I would let somebody I love do something like that. If it didn't go crazy. If it was just part of foreplay or fun, you know, whatever, I wouldn't do that with a person I just like picked up from a bar in a weekend. Because I think it's dangerous. I mean, yeah, they can is. kill you, they can rob you, they can do all kinds of stuff once you're tied up. Just that uh, feeling of not being able to protect yourself or just not having any control over your situation is not appealing to me. And in this this day and age where everybody knows how serial killers work from the past, that's a good percentage of serial killing yeah. right there is like tying people <clears throat> up, not forcibly, but tricking them into it. So, yeah, I think that's a bad deal. Yeah. So you're being awfully quiet on this. Could you let somebody just restrain you? No, Ian. No, I don't think I could. Even if they were like, oh, it's pleasurable. Oh, sorry, is Mike, was that Michael Jackson? His <laughs> pleasure. He's ignorant. I don't know. I mean, Trent, you wouldn't let me tie you up right now? What about these handcuffs? Do we have a safe word? Nope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't the get safe that. word is banana. <laughs> Spamone. No, the safe word is. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I don't know. I mean, I don't have a, like a fear of being it's tied not your up, fetish. but at the same time, I don't, I don't know. I, guess, I don't know. I've never thought of it, I guess. Now no, you got something not, to think about. I, I honestly think it's dangerous, not just because of that, but I think your mind can make it dangerous because if you start slowly getting into that, I think it could lead to wanting rougher and rougher and more and more, which could get dangerous. Oh, yeah. First, she ties him up. Then she blindfolds him, and then he's like, 
go get the gun out of the dresser. <laughs> We're still talking about me? Yes. Yep, definitely. You. And then he says, it's a six shooter. Take five bullets out, leave one. I want you to spin the chamber. Right? Now, he's completely naked, covered in peanut butter and jelly, obviously. What kind of peanut butter? Is it chunky or smooth? Oh, it's smooth. And that's when he starts Ooh, oh, doing his good. Christopher Walken impersonation. <laughs> Babe, <laughs> the pistol is loaded. <laughs> I don't want to die. Now, don't. Oh, my dangerous. gosh. Peanut butter. <laughs> jelly. Now. You guys, Done. you guys been spying on us? Yes, I, <laughs> that was never gentle. How do you know me. we do a Christopher Walken? What are we that, talking about? We were talking about how. Oh, I forgot we were recording a <laughs> podcast. Sorry, guys. So this guy Harris had said how he had went to Baumeister's home and Baumeister tried to kill him uh, by taking erotic foreplay too far. Uh, Harris said Baumeister talked about how he had killed people and he wasn't going to get caught because he'd been getting away with it forever. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck you, Baumeister. <clears throat> Anyways. <laughs> but uh, even with Harris's cooperation, police weren't able to locate the man who they knew only as Brian Smart. They were unable to locate Smart or his home, and they later determined that he had used a fake name. So fast forward to about three years later, and Harris is out again, and he spots the same man that he'd seen before out at the bar. This time, Harris was able to write down a license plate number. The police soon after identified Brian Smart. What am I doing? Quotations. Yeah, Brian Smart. That's not his name. (laughs) Who's who's Brian Smart? The the police soon after identified Brian Smart as none other than Herb Baumeister. It's like a fucking Scooby Doo episode. Like, gang, it was old Ben Herb Baumeister the whole time. Oh, Herbert. Zoinks. (laughs) And now I got away with it too for you gay kids. (laughs) Gay kids. Is that what he said? The ones for you gay kids? Is that what you said? (laughs) Oh my God. First time you're cutting that out. I wouldn't have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you gay kids. Why is that important? I'm not not telling the story. I don't know. Oh, shit. You might have just broke the story. But they they weren't the ones that stood. (laughs) (laughs) You're the the cops. I might have gotten away with it too. The one for you gay kids. (laughs) (laughs) Means he's just eating his Cheetos. (laughs) Like, wasn't it the cops? When, you, that when you're writing out? your angry Hold emails, on. his name was Trent Person. <laughs> the kids were all dead. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, Trent, and you're still making jokes. Means said that. <laughs> that was Means's voice. We'll dub him over you. Don't worry. Uh, they, really, they really were. So here's the thing. Didn't you? T- <laughs> I'm not laughing at the act of. I'm laughing at the fact that didn't you say the police figure this out? Yeah. What are you talking about? I feel about? like we're writing our canceled episode right Let's now. Say, can we air this episode? Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's I was just going with the Scooby Doo vibe. I was just, After I was Harris was around. able to take down a license plate number to like it was the first like piece of solid evidence. They were then able to link that license plate to her Baumeister. Oh, when police caught up with Baumeister, both he and his wife Julie refused a search of their property. But even though Julie refused to let uh, police 
Refused. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not the drunkest one. Okay. Okay. Floor play. Refusing. Eric Baldwin. I didn't say floor play, first of all. You did say no, floor I didn't. play. Pulled the gun from his directive. <laughs> no. But even though Julie refused to let police search their property, she had already felt a little sus about her. <laughs> Why are you reading it like that? Is that in your notes? It a is. little sus. A little I've sus about, about her. her. <laughs> yeah. It's getting interesting. Yeah, it is. Julie told a story about how a few years before police had paid her a visit, her 13-year-old son had found a human skull in their backyard. She Damn. wasn't suspect then. What? Well, hold on. Because How many years? This was uh, 13. No. He was 13. This was a few years before, but her son was 13. So she's now feeling like there's a suspicion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She, she Remember way back when we found that fucking skull <laughs> in the backyard? <laughs> yeah. And that jar of penises in the back room then? But listen to yeah. this. They found the skull in their backyard. The kid did, uh, sure. But when Herb was asked about the skull, he said that it belonged to his father, who was a well-known doctor. So it was kind of believable at the time. So Julie believed him at the time, but she let it go. And a little bit later, after more things started adding up, she wasn't so sure if that was the right move on her part. So, I mean, come on. So if she you thought, find a skull in your backyard, you got a father that's a doctor, and somebody's like, oh, yeah, it was dad's skull. He's no so doctor. So you buried dad in the backyard like the fucking family dog? No, no, no. No, 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 no. You heard that wrong. Yeah, but see, even though you're a doctor, that doesn't give you carte blanche to take people's fucking skulls and just hang out with them. <laughs> that's true. Apparently. I mean, yes. it's not like you're, oh, I'm a doctor, so I've got a lot of skulls back there in the back room. Don't think anything of it. Sir, why are but, these skulls back here? Well, I'm a doctor. <laughs> of course. Oh. You all got to oh, remember okay. the times, too. It was the early 90s. I'm a pediatrician. The t- <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> skulls are skulls, bro. I mean, it's the early 90s. People were like... Oh, you know a what? Bit more what are, you're right. What are, what hey, everybody, <laughs> didn't your mom used to carry skulls? We, have, we had a bunch of skulls in our backyard. <laughs> and I mean, 90s. at this time in the early 90s, if your dad was like a doctor, there might not be too, like... Out there to think that he might have brought like a skull home for research purposes. What? Yeah, that's, that'd be weird. Wait, all weird. the research equipment is at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> you don't bring your work. He, that, what, if, what if he's a proctologist? Is he going to bring shit home? And he just be was, like, I got these bags of skeleton, shit back there because he carries it in the skeleton. He was dedicated, y'all. It's Dad, a murder. What, Dad, what are you going to do with that skull when you're done studying? Yeah, fucking bury it. I don't know. I'll probably just bury it in the backyard. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't I? Where else am I going to I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I can't put it in the dumpster. So what you're all telling me right now is if you had a family member and you found a skull in your backyard and you asked them and they were like, oh, yeah, it used to belong to so-and-so who was a doctor, you'd be like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. 100%. Yes. I would you never not question that. that. This is not about me. <laughs> I think it well, you is. have hundreds of skulls in your backyard. Of we were questioning. I'm asking y'all the questions. I would question Anytime a skull anybody, in my backyard. I yes. think legally, if you find a skull in your backyard, you have to call the cops. You have to legally turn that in. 
And morally. Unless your father had the skull for scientific reasons. <laughs> you still then why is he buried in? in the backyard for yeah. fucking science? Is your dad Dr. Frankenstein? What the fuck does he have skulls for? It's actually Frankenstein. Look, I don't know all the Dr. answers. Dr. fucking Kevorkian over here. <laughs> Give his dad a chance. A chance to what? His dad. Stop with the queer quotes. I mean, Dr. Smart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop with the what yeah. quotes? Air quotes? The air quotes. Oh. Yeah. Well, Let's they found it. the skull. She said that her 13-year-old son found it, and her was like, oh, yeah, that used to belong to my father. He was a doctor, so, you know, it's cool. It's normal. Where was the skull at when he found it? In the yard. Backyard. Just laying there. He found it. I guess he was digging or some shit. I don't know. Why is your son digging in the backyard? <laughs> and why does he dig in the exact spot where he finds his skull? Son, go play. Well. Grab the shovel from the garage and go play in the backyard. You know, in, in, in the son's defense, though, later on they would find that there were like thousands of different bone fragments scattered all over this property. So finding I mean, he skull, could have. Well, I, used to, wasn't okay. I, used to, all right. I used to dig my yard up all the time just for like worms and stuff because I used to fish. Not that far, yeah. though, right? Not with a shovel. I'm sure like you I would. I would dig down and like flip it up to get the worms out. Yeah. I mean, we don't know how deep yard? you have to dig because a lot of these. Like a lot in the back part of our property. Did you find any skulls? Never found a skull, but my dad was a welder, so <laughs> so he'd have no skulls in his backyard. So there makes no sense. Reason there you go. Skulls in the backyard. If he was a doctor. He was a, he was not a air quote doctor. You actually found whole machines in your backyard. Yeah, it was, it was like an, I found an entire like SS minnow back there. It was like a big ship <laughs> buried. Just no skulls a, though. It's supposed to be a three hour tour, right? Yes, just three hours turned into days, weeks, months. <laughs> My dad's a ship captain. It's fine. Captain Stubing. There's a Love captain boat. buried in our backyard. Okay. So, I mean, whether they refuse to acknowledge their suspicions or they genuinely never had any, we can all agree that it's not really uncommon for like family members to be like, when it comes to serial killers, they never noticed anything was wrong or they never saw anything happen. Okay. I'll we can agree that people are stupid. Uh, so I'll, I guess that's one way of putting it. I'll meet you halfway. I'll give you 50-50 on that. Yes, I agree with that. But we're not talking about finding actual... You're talking about finding actual human remains <laughs> yeah. in the backyard. Mm-hmm. It'd be Still different if like, he's going out at night and he's like, well, I have a late night you know, doctor's conference. That's a little sus. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a human skull. That's really fucking sus. Right. It's a big difference. I agree with you. You are sleeping with me tonight, aren't you? I agree with you, but we all also know that hindsight is twenty twenty. So my question to you all would be... You don't want to think your relative is going to be a killer. Right. right. So I understand what you're saying. You're not going to be looking for that. Like, Do you honestly think that you all would see the signs if you were... Somebody under your roof was evil like this? Do you think you'd see the signs? If I saw the signs and it opened up my eyes when I saw the signs... I would, oh my god! I would definitely like if I found if I found skulls back there. I'm I'm gonna be thinking the worst. Just one skull. It's still found, it's still, still more than zero. That's still more than there should be. <laughs> You're right. You're right. One skull is double the amount. All of how I'm, many all I'm hearing right here. now is Glenn Denzing going. I want your skull. <laughs> I more. need your skull. No. Any skull. Any skulls back. Backyard. So you all would immediately like call the cops and let them know about it? Yeah. I mean probably. I it's think secretly. legally you have to. If you find bones in your on your property, you're supposed to call the police. Sorry, Dad. Hmm. 
Because if you don't, if you don't, you could be like that woman could have been like an accessory to the crime after the fact because she knew that body was there without turning it in. That's true. She's probably lucky. That is true. Sounds like. Okay. Well, thank you for finally saying that. Did that just blow up your whole theory? Uh, Not really, but I'll never Mm -hmm. bury bones in your yard. Good. Now that I know that you'll tell turn, the cops on me. Turn your fucking ass. So in. if you found a skull in your backyard, you wouldn't. Sometimes you, wouldn't you need to know when to shut the hell up, Trent. Okay. I okay. Th- I need to start flying our drone over all of our properties to see no where he's buried this shit. Because well, we know you'll somewhere. find plenty of skulls yeah. in your backyard, so you won't be surprised. If by I find it, a skull in my backyard, the, chances are, you know, I didn't even find a skull. In the the average place. person, I think, would be a little bit alarmed. Hold on a second. Is it really finding a skull if you put it there? Well, if he forgot, if he forgot where he put no, it, no. Honestly, you don't have to. You don't have to look hard. You go into his. That's where his I fucking house. buried this. He's got like an ash, yeah. He's got an ashtray that's an upside down half skull. He's got a <laughs> jawbone that's a, yeah. a blunt holder. Actually, have you guys ever seen the show Evil Lives Here? Have any of you ever watched it? I've seen Evil Dies Tonight. I've watched it. Evil Lives Here. Yeah, that's ID. what that show is all about, is people living with these serial killers, and they never notice it until it's too late. Why are we not on that show? <laughs> because I haven't been caught yet. But well, we've noticed. That's why we haven't been on the show yet. Yeah, <laughs> I've tried to call the cops. It's but not you, helping. you can't prove anything. So It's true. Not until we yeah. find that skull. That ashtray. So Julie, his wife, was in... Denial about the whole situation. Nice. Up until she had had enough in June of 1996, was at that point when she allowed police to search Fox Hollow Farms <laughs> property. And this had took place when Herb was out of town. Uh, while searching the property, they unearthed the remains of 11 different men. And they Why the dramatic I feel like William Shatner's do this. There's something on the wing. Men. Some. Uh, we gotta ask. Okay, well. If Wells, I'm being honest, I thought Wells. about saying gay men, but I was like, it doesn't nah, matter. They're just men. <laughs> yeah, they're just men. After 11 fucking skulls, are you alarmed yet? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to you get a little the concerned. <laughs> concerned? <laughs> oh, you know what? One. Okay. 11 a skulls. Dozen, <laughs> when a dozen happens, you call me. I'm starting to think maybe something's a little yeah. weird. Even out of the <laughs> 11 <laughs> bodies that they found on the property, they were only able to identify at least eight of them at the time. So so still no red flag for you. Mm, I'm starting to get a little sus about him. So what's the time span so far? Are you going into that later for when it started to when they found these skulls? This bodies? was in 96 when she finally allowed people to search the property. People had started dis- disappearing in like 93 I want to say. So that was quick. It yeah. escalated quickly. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So all these bodies are in his backyard, right? Yep. These are all the gay men you said that he was supposedly with. That's right. So he kills these gay men, buries Just them men. in the backyard. What? He buries them in the backyard. Oh, I right? thought you said married them in the backyard. He married them in I the backyard. I don't know his business, but I... <laughs> they end up dead. Part. I mean, do you not notice, like... Well, that little plot wasn't there <laughs> yesterday. Like, what you know what I mean? Like, you bury a if body. If you're doing one at a time. He had many acres, though, right? 
Was that 18 acres? Yeah, it was 18. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of. Lot I of missed land. that factoid. I'm sorry, but what did you think it was the? Uh, I was picturing like my little backyard where I <laughs> <Yeah>. live. <laughs> it's like if there's 11 18. dead bodies buried. What was there? the name of the family in the Burbs that live next door? They, um, yeah, yeah, Klopenstein. Yeah, <laughs> you thought it was their little backyard with 18. 18 acres back? is a little different. I'm sorry, I was picturing 18, 18 a. 18 acres is different. Okay, continue. Yeah, but but even space. still, you would think. I mean, I don't know. Fine. That's a that's a lot of land. I mean, maybe he's the only one that did the uh, yard work. The woman just didn't go back there. Probably. Okay. That's how the little boy found the skulks. He's the only one that went back there besides the guy. Yeah. Fair enough. But there I'm, were a lot of shallow graves on that property too, though. I'm just kind of surprised that this <laughs> ramped up. Apparently. Wait, gonna... wait, wait, wait. Why? Why what? Why were there a lot of shallow graves on that property? <sighs> that's the question we all wish we could ask her, but we can't. Wait a minute. But isn't he still no. at large? Hold on. Wait a minute. Shallow. Just, stop with your question until I get there. For shallow graves, are you talking about before this? Or these are the shallow graves? They pretty, They were pretty much all shallow. But there are 11 of them. I thought you were Yeah, saying so far. So far. That they found. Yeah. Okay. Well, so far in our story, we've got 11 bodies on the property. And eight people have been identified once yeah. they Yeah, eight people were identified. Well, we're far from the shallows now. Right. So they unearthed the remains of 11 different men, and a warrant was immediately put out for the arrest of Herb Baumeister. But unfortunately, he never returned home to face justice. Herb Baumeister's body was found in his car on July 3rd, 1995, <gasps> near Grand Bend, Ontario. So he's not at large. Nope. So he went ran to Canada. Mm-hmm. Why would he kill himself if he ran to Canada? Why didn't you just kill yourself there? Did question. he did he think he couldn't get away? Because he'd already left. Well, I tried. Or was he having second thoughts? Quote unquote. <laughs> I think it was like a panic, like leaving the country and then like realizing that you like, I'm done. Yeah, you can't really get away from what's really bothering you. So I'm Canada's go, problem go, now. Go down to Argentina or Chile. Because they don't have extradition. Could have went different places. Even stop, back then? Stop. I know you're what you're thinking. <laughs> you cannot I run away. To, really? Right. So I can go to Chile. <laughs> but yeah. even back then, like in 1995? Probably. I mean, most of those countries we don't have extradition with, we haven't ever had it because they're not allies with us. Hmm. They don't go by international laws that we do. Hmm. Okay. Can you drive to Chile? Fly if you can get out of the country quick enough, or fly out of Canada, maybe. Maybe. Pay somebody to do a fake passport. It was a valiant effort. This is back when my name's I mean, Brent Smart. I'm a <laughs> Brian Smart. Sir. This is a real passport. No, he, but he's Brent Smart. Oh, he's Brent Smart. Brian okay. Smart. Sorry, that's his cousin. <laughs> so he committed suicide by shooting himself in the head, and um, good. Yep. Pretty much, because fuck that guy. That was smart. Not good. I don't like when serial killers commit suicide. I, know, I think I they ought to at too. least get justice for right. the families. Like well, everybody's genius. God. Yeah. Okay. But justice would have just been him rotting in a jail cell. Uh, yeah. I would rather him rotted in prison for the rest of his life and suffered. But now he can burn in hell. Burn in burn hell. Burn in hell. <laughs> Bringing but, up Mark Byers from the, <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. That's not funny. Wait, 
Does that mean you Memphis finished No, I just remember from the oh the episode. You guys need to watch that. You still haven't. You did you watch, watch part two? two what? Three. West Memphis three. The I watched two? about half of part two. No, they finished two. the whole thing. Mm-mm-mm. It's all bullshit. Part two is bullshit, but it's fun to watch. It is fun. Anyway, so he committed suicide by shooting himself in the head, and he left a note that was uh, he was talking about his failing marriage and his failing business, which was. He owned, uh, he started, allegedly, the uh, Save-A-Lot stores. Why are you saying allegedly? He really started them. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Like he it's really, never been proven. <laughs> We've never proven to save a lot there. It's not called Herbalot. That's true. You might save a little, but you might I not guess. I guess I say allegedly because we only know that he started Save-A-Lot from media sources reports. What? <laughs> from actual sources? What are you saying right now? Mm-hmm. We don't know this for a fact. You're saying it's a conspiracy? It probably is a fact, but you know, you can't just trust 100%. Question for you. Says. How many save-a-lots are there now? That's mean, a good what question. What do you mean media? We don't have one. I don't think Fox News come so out. So he was, he, okay, he was the actual founder of the thrift store chain save-a-lot, but he was an alleged serial killer. No. So they know no. for sure. Well, he's only well, he's saying he's an alleged Founder. Founder. He's on, he's only an alleged serial killer because he was never alive to face justice or give a confession. Is that yeah. why he's an alleged founder? Mm, whatever. <laughs> if that's what you want to focus on, buddy, that's why. You said it. I did. I said what I said, and I stick to it. So he left a note about his failing marriage and business, but he mentioned nothing about the remains found on his bar- on his property. On his body. On his body. <laughs> the uh, They were initially able to identify eight of the victims out of the 11 bodies they found on his property when they first started searching. Those eight victims were Johnny Bear, uh, who went disappearing in May 28th of 1993. Alan Wayne, uh, who went disappearing in... June of 1994. What you're saying, went disappearing. Sounds like they're going on vacation. Went disappearing. <laughs> they went disappearing. Roger right after they went skateboarding. Yeah, Roger Goodlett. So you may have heard that name before we're going to tonight. Disappear. Goodlett. Yep. He went missing on July 22nd, 1994. Richard Hamilton went missing on July 31st, 1993. Stephen Hale. Went missing on April Fool's Day of 1994. That's Can we tragic. believe that there? That is tragic. Oh, Steven. Yeah, he went missing on April Fool's Day. Oh, jokester. <laughs> the air quotes didn't again. turn up later. Oh, I got you, fuckers. <laughs> got you fucking good, didn't I? April oh. fucking fools. Jeff Allen went missing on July 6th, 1993. Is that the second Allen you named? Is it? I thought there was another. Or did you say? Yeah, Alan? I said I did Alan Wayne, and then there's Jeff okay. Allen. That was his first name. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep up. Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Michael Kern, who went missing on March 31st of 1995, and then finally Manuel Resendez, who went missing on August 6th, 1993. Those my socks. So I didn't notice besides the last guy any. 
any names that sounded ethnic? What, what was their ethnicity or, or cultural background? Like, were they poor? Were they rich? Were they uh, young, old? Pretty much they were all just people who frequented the uh, local gay bars. So it was any, anybody, though. It could be yeah. black, white, Hispanic, mm-hmm. different ages. Yeah. Did, did it, what was the oldest one? The oldest one was uh, 46, and the youngest one was 20. Okay. So these so, weren't like young boys or anything. Yeah. So I think it like just all had to do with where something. they were going to mostly, which was the local gay board. So he was a good enough guy to pull the, pull all these different age brackets and they would yeah. go home with him. Very uh, Jeffrey Dahmer-esque. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. During the same time. Yep. So all this happened between... Uh, 93 and 95. Now, wouldn't that be crazy if they were closer together in miles and could have met up at the same gay bar? Jeffrey Dahmer and this dude. Oh, fuck. Oh, I didn't think about that. That'd be kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, it's a little shit. different time. Yeah, like, Dahmer was like 93, 94, right? But, but still. That's yeah. pretty close. And close area. Milwaukee to Indianapolis is not that far away. Anyway. It almost makes you wonder if it was like a copycat situation. He was like, oh, that worked for Jeffrey Dahmer. Maybe I'll try that out, too. Didn't. But I don't know if it was in the news as much. It might have been. So Dahmer targeted gay guys, people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was he gay? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he was conflicted, kind of like this guy. So that's why I don't know about this. This so guy was like... married with kids, mm-hmm. but, but he was also kid. gay. and Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Was Angry, it like... maybe, about it? Was like he like was in denial and he wanted to take it out on gay people or was he like, that's like, what I don't I don't know. It's like That's a good question and that's one of the things that we'll never know about Herb Dahlmeister yeah. is was he like actually gay or was he just going here because these people were vulnerable at the time? I mean his wife never could get him to have relations. Mm-hmm. So And obviously they were having sex. I think, right? Yeah. What did you say earlier? Like Three times within his like wife, twenty five years yeah, or something. Yeah, but I mean, they had to, him and no, I'm saying him and the guys were having relations. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like yeah. So you had to been gay because that, yeah, I agree. He wasn't like so I'm thinking faking it. I don't think. So a lot of these guys, he would like, he would like get them to come back to his house after the club because he would promise them that they could go back and have like a good time in the swimming pool. Which the swimming pool, strangely enough, was in his basement mm. of his house. So either that's I mean, isn't that where everybody's swimming pool? <laughs> a swimming pool in your basement is either a really awesome place to put it, or it's just a place to put it where nobody can hear the screams. Trent's actually got a swimming pool in his bedroom. It's just like a water bed, but but I cut it it's open. Just actually, yeah, it's just actually water. I believe it. Look at him. Hey, he's got. I was wondering because I was there one day and he was like, "I'm going to take a dip in the pool," and he put his little like speedo cap on and everything. I was like, "Where are you going?" And he walked into the bedroom with his rubber duckies. Speedo cap. Take a nap real quick. <laughs> no, that's where your pool's at. He was dressed in those ni- early 1900s, like full onesies with those black the and white stripes. <laughs> he had the, the rubber duck on the waist, the floaty. <laughs> little white clip on his nose. Yes. I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to take a little dip. So all those men disappeared between. 93 and 95. Let's fast forward to 1999. 
Uh, investigators announced that they believe Baumeister was responsible also for the deaths of nine more men and teenage boys whose bodies were left in shallow streams across central Indiana Damn. and western Ohio between 1980 and 1990. So we're talking 20, 20 bodies in a 20-year span. 19-year mm-hmm. span. Yeah. Yep. Dying. And it's also important for me to to mention that uh, the stretch of highway where they believe those uh, extra nine bodies were found to be linked to him was... I-70. Yeah. And it was also a route that he frequented, like, daily. I-70 is a big killer highway network. Seems like a lot of killers on I-70. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. So, so good. Here, here's what my question is, and maybe you'll say this later. What's the evidence that those killings back in the early 80s are his killings? Are they just making conjecture because they're similar, because they're gay males that are strangulate? You know, strangled? from what I read, it was just because of the closeness of the area to where these bodies were found, and then the way they were found, and the fact that her was like on this route frequently. Yeah, but like there's a lot of serial killers during that time on that same route. Right. So what I'm saying is, that, is there any kind of DNA evidence or are they just saying, well, nope. he, see, that's why I call bullshit. I, once again, I think it's a, but this is a, a case where a lot of, of this is open because he died before he was ever able to be questioned. No, but that's what anything. I'm saying. It's like they're fucking closing code cases and attaching it to him in his name. That way oh, they don't yeah. have to do any investigation. Yeah, we just put it on her. Like, ah, oh, fuck. This is a code case from 1981. Kind of looks like it could be a gay guy. Yeah. Right around I-70. So it could be from Indianapolis. Let's just put it on her. Sounds legit. Yeah. I don't understand. I agree with what you're saying. They do that shit all the time. But also after, like, you've already found 11 bodies on this property confirmed, like, it's not too far-fetched to put nine more bodies on. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, why would you go from this M.O. to now you're going up and down the highway for the last 20 years M.O.? You know what I'm saying? Like, you did a three-year span of just burying bodies in your and burning them, right? Mm-hmm. Have you said that yet? Yeah, no, I haven't. But oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I just buried the you're lead. You're fine. Wow. I'm burying your lead. Wow. You're good. He burnt all the bodies. That's why it was just I think I left. actually left that out of my notes, but you're right. Yeah. He melted their skin and everything down so they could find no DNA. So they, yeah. they were burnt to, to bones and ashes. Mm-hmm. And why would you do that as your MO, but you're shallow grave burying people along I-70? I think those are other killers. Yeah. A lot of the bones they found were charred. So they knew that he had. But the ones on I-70 weren't. It was just dead bodies. Yeah. As far as we know. See, bad police work. Yeah. Bad police work. There's a whole lot of mystery surrounding this case still that we'll never ever get answers to, unfortunately. You know what we will give an answer to? What? His wife is fucking lazy. (laughs) Yeah. And in 20 years, she only had sex with him like three or four times and had a kid with him. Yeah, I don't believe that. And also, never noticed any weird burning. Yeah, didn't notice burning flesh. That's true. 
Yeah, I'm not saying he had to have done it on the property I mean, necessarily, but like it's 18 acres, but still, you'd probably smell burning flush. Burning somewhere. smell is something that like you can't really like get rid of quickly. Like you know what I mean? Like it would Especially be on burning him. Burning animal or burning human. It would be on him. It would be around the property. Like it would be yeah. noticeable. I would think. True. Well, he was allegedly the. Hi, hon, you have another bonfire tonight? That's three yeah. this week. That's what sucks about it is like, even though they found 11 bodies on the property, they only were able to actually identify eight, eight of, of them. So then the other bodies are not like. I've heard 100%. this story. And then all the ones we found on the highway later, we don't know about them for sure. Because hmm. there were more than eight. Yep. But I can tell you all that, uh, as reported as recently as December 4th, 2022. Ooh, that's pretty recent. Yeah, it is. It's like a couple months ago. Yeah. Investigators are still finding bones on the Baumeister property. It's believed that they have over... Are they still digging? That's like 10, 15, 17 years later. They're still digging. I'm bored. You want to go dig up on this? This information I'm telling you right now, I got like from recently and like... December fourth was the twenty twenty two was the last time they found a bone fragment. Like different bones or like the yep. same people? They still have like over five thousand bone fragments that they need to identify. Damn. And I also read that I have to go dig up the same people, Trent. <laughs> I feel like I don't that's know. I feel like they're building like if the he Parthenon burnt them, he might have scattered them around forever. I'm gonna go wake up dead. Yeah. <laughs> they're hoping that modern like DNA technology will help them identify more uh bone fragments, but hopefully. I also read that, like, if you were anywhere in or around the area at that time and you had family members missing, they're encouraging you to let them know so they can at least hopefully get some DNA from you and then maybe test it against the bone fragments and see if one of those are maybe your relatives. So hmm. there's still a whole lot of mystery surrounding this case, even though it's so old. It's fucking crazy. So what did we get out of this episode? Fuck save a lot. Like, yeah, I'll never yeah. shop there. I will never shop like there again. I bet you don't even save a lot. <laughs> You're right. I bet. Uh, Fuck the Baumeister. These days, like Fox Hill Sounds Farms, like one of those cheesy 90s nicknames. You're going to the Baumeister. Yeah. It'd be one location I'd love for Poots to be able to go, but I don't it's know like what the, like, the restrictions are on it because it's such a high-profile case. To his like property? His backyard. <laughs> I don't think we could do that. I think it's frowned upon. I think it's private property. Especially if they're still digging up bones there. What if his wife still lives there? She doesn't. Oh, okay. If you all had watched the episode I asked you to, you would know that. You know what? You know what? With your next victim, you could just take them up there and bury them in that property. They could find them. They'll blame it on him. They'll blame it on the Baumeister. The wife would never know, obviously. She doesn't pay attention to what goes on in the backyard. she dead? Is she not? No. Was she alive? Okay. This was only but... 30 years ago. No, she doesn't still live there. He was born in 47, though. That makes Again. her like 70 or 80. Had you hey. all watched the episode of Paranormal Witness she I asked be... you to, you wouldn't be asking me these questions. We'll go, why hey, is it paranormal? Plug the Where's ep- the paranormal come in? Well, That's why I was like confused. I thought it was just a ghost because, story. Because, you know, like when something like this happens or there's a serial killer that lived there and then they found so many bones on the property, everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, that place is haunted. There's all this going on. Let so the listeners you know. When you sent that out to us, you should have said, this is about the episode I'm ready to do. And I would have well, watched it. I thought it. you all were going to watch the documentary. That would have told you that much. That there's ghosts? Yeah. It, the documentary I told you all to watch in the group chat is called The Haunting of Fox Hollow Farm. 
Didn't you so just wait a minute. That yesterday. No, that yes. was the paranormal witness episode. Damn it! Do, do I need to go back in the messages and prove you all wrong? Not first y'all. of all, first of all, you got to let the I listeners know you. what to watch so they know what to watch. But also, we're an hour and a half into this episode, and now there's fucking ghosts involved. Yeah, <laughs> you talking no, about a curveball? There was never ghosts. I'm about yeah, there was. I'm about to get to Fuck. <laughs> so these days, Fox Hollow Farms is infamous as the site of multiple murders and a dumping ground for human remains. It has become a dark tourist attraction for people interested in true crime and hauntings. Many claim to have had paranormal experiences there. In fact, if you have Peacock Network and 42 minutes to spare. There it is. <laughs> I highly Finally. suggest checking out Paranormal Witness Season 2, Episode 8. The episode is called Fox Hollow Farm. And it details the story of Rob and Vicky Graves and their experiences after moving into Baumeister. Well, this would have been nice to the know ahead of time. Am I right, guys? I have a question. I hate you all. I have a question. I have a question. Go ahead. You said a few minutes ago that they're still finding bone fragments there. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying... You also just said that it's a popular place for dumping bodies. What? <laughs> you did just say that. So do they not close it's this place off? Like, of course, they're finding bone fragments still. People are still bringing their dead bodies there. Yeah, and they're blaming it on that guy. I think what he was trying to I say was it's a popular dumping ground for, for human remains. It but is infamous, not popular. It's infamous as for, a site for multiple murders and a dumping ground for human remains because they're still finding human remains there. So here's the But the thing, way though. you said it made it seem like people still come to this day like, oh, you want to get rid of your human remains, you go like up to that. Fox Hollows. That's where you, you dump them. Ridiculous. That's what it sounds. <laughs> but see, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Going back to that, you just said there's a documentary on Tubi called The Peacock. Haunting. No, there's Peacock. a documentary on Tubi, oh, you first sorry. said, yeah. back, in the, back in the text. Hold on, hold on. Documentary on Tubi good. called I'm The good. Haunting of Fox Hollow. Yeah. Okay. And then he also just mentioned season two of Paranormal Witness, mm-hmm. both with the current owners, I'm assuming, and their experiences with this place. But you also said just this past December, they're still finding bones. Which means the people that live there now could be killing people and putting them there and then acting uh, like they'll it's... never fucking know. They'll just think it's... Look, I'm not even going to get into that because y'all didn't watch the episode I asked you to. I would like you to, and then we can talk about it later. I also think we've had a previous discussion about saying y'all when I wasn't involved. <laughs> I also thought you were just saying a random episode that we might Why like would to I watch. do that? Why? Because I didn't no, know what I, this episode so, was so about. I understand what like all... All of you were talking about so like to what you were saying means. I understand like you're questioning the fact that like why are they still digging up there at this point? Why randomly in 2022? And they're doing these haunted like paranormal bullshit stories. Oh, probably I can on- answer that, please. Because <laughs> even though there's new owners, these new owners still let uh, like these people come out there who are the law enforcement and they have these machines that they roll on top of the ground to like get like i don't know x-ray visions of underground yeah but i guess i'm asking as as why they're still doing that why they're still going out there in 2022 for a murder murder that happened over 20 years ago uh you know what i mean like why are they safer that's because they have a lot of bone fragments but i don't think some of them a lot of them are like whole skeletons so they know that there's still more bones out there 
but they couldn't have went out there and looked before? Or are you saying like the way technology is now, it's more advanced and they think they can find something now? Yeah, I think just with technology, they're able okay. to do more with it now. But the investigators aren't looking. This is the current owners looking and finding and then calling investigators. No, these are still investigators like looking for bone fragments. Like they'll it's have like pe- paleontologists at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's like fucking <laughs> it was 20 years ago, they're still looking for bones on an 18 acre property. Yeah. Like you could find bones. Quicker like an than Alan that. Grant from Jurassic Park. Because, like I said, they have like they have over five thousand bone fragments in their custody right now, yeah. which means they don't have whole skeletons. So they know there's still more bones out there. They just have to find them. What do they need them for? They got the fragments, right? But when they're finding them, never you're mind, saying this is like showing new people. Why don't they just dig every Wait, inch you know, of that Is that what you're up? saying? These are new people that they're discovering. Like, so as the far one, as I know, December I don't know if it's new, new people, right? but it's definitely new fragments. So this could be fragments of the same people they already found. It could be, yeah. Okay. That, but which would make sense. Yeah. But also, once again, just dig up the whole fucking property. Yeah. Just they do back, that with other properties. Back, oh. Why is it taking 20 years? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I know at first, like... Especially if he's only burying them like shallow graves. It really wouldn't take that long to do. Yeah. It's true. Yep. Once again, I think it's the current people just killing people and burying them. <laughs> that uh, that last investigation. Whatever you find out there ain't new. That last investigation on December fourth. Not only did they find more bones, but they found like twenty more spots where there could potentially be more bodies or bones. At, yeah. Like fresh, like even, fresh plots. You mean? Yeah. Like they haven't even like checked these spots yet. Did you hear about that killer? Someone England? buried there, but looks fresh. Did you hear about that killer in England <laughs> that was killing people, and he would he would kill him when he found out, like when he saw in the newspaper that somebody's getting buried, like an obituary, and he would like kill him and then dig up the grave in the middle of the night and put him in with the current body that they just buried. Mm-mm. He did like six or seven like that. Hmm. Kind of smart, actually. Pretty creative. I, don't know, I don't remember how he got caught, but I remember reading a story about that. Yeah, maybe we should. Talk more about that later. Hmm. That sounds fucked up. Yeah. So what else you got, Wells? Well, that's almost just about it. I would just say that, like, in conclusion, while there will never be a confession from her Baumeister, we all know this motherfucker did it. He's guilty, right? From what you know, he's guilty. Why is there so many bone fragments on his property if he wasn't guilty? Allegedly. Yeah, he's allegedly a son of a bitch. Maybe it was I an mean, old cemetery. He did, he did have a dad that was a doctor. So that too is fair. Oh, oh, well, that's how you want to be now. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm, I'm agreeing with his wife. Mm-hmm. She believes it. So I will just say that as far as her Baumeister girl, even though whenever you get a confession, I know this motherfucker's guilty. Fuck that guy. Uh, fuck that guy. That's right. Fuck that guy. So how do they know that they were all strangled if there's just body parts left? High, high, they only know high about the... Uh, or whatever. The hands were up like this. Yeah. They only know about the strangulations from Tony Harris, the only surviving victim. Okay. Because that's the way Herb tried to kill him. So they think every one of them was probably strangled then. Yeah. All right. Because that was his MO, to get people to go to his pool and he would try to strangle them while they were in Shit. the pool. So, speaking of Tony Harris, like, if there's a hero in the story, I'd have to say it's him, just because he is the only surviving witness, and without him, really, police would have never actually got on the herd Baumeister like they did, even though they didn't get to him in time, 
they still know enough from Tony Harris. To Probably prevented other murders. Yep. Good for you, Tony. And I would say Tony Harris is lucky to have survived his night, his encounter at Fox Hollow Farms. Dun, dun, dun. You need a flashlight under your chin. <laughs> that's right. But pretty much that's all I got on this story, unless you guys want to talk about the the hauntings. That's why I was hoping y'all would watch that episode. Well, but... I can't really speak on the hauntings. We failed you, Ian. We failed you. I didn't get it. I thought you were just telling us like a cool That's what haunting I thought, story. too. That's what <laughs> I thought. Check this out. It's pretty yeah. cool. I will tell you all, as far as the hauntings go on the property, people report that they keep seeing a man in the woods in a red shirt, but he has no lower half of his body. And they think it's they think it's Herb Baumeister. That has been reported by a lot of people. And then uh, the people could also be Winnie the Pooh, right? uh, (laughs) Who is it? Ron and Vicky Graves that I told you all to watch on Paranormal Witness. That was the same thing they reported that they saw when they moved in there. So, I don't know. Did he have a jar of honey in his hand by chance? He might have. Did they hear him say things <laughs> like, oh, bother? <laughs> but seriously, that's you know, a- You know, I have to say, me and you are really fucking bad at impersonations, and those two are pretty decent. Man, they're not <laughs> decent. Don't tell them that shit. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna lie. Even, I wasn't even lie. impersonating anybody. <laughs> You're impersonating yourself. <laughs> those, Good job. Those two are better at impersonations. You're impersonating than me, a motherfucker. Every day of my life. Better than an uncle fucker, right? Trent motherfucker Jones. <laughs> his his wife does have kids, so yeah, makes sense. Not him, just his crew. So it's that another was, homegrown serial killer for you all. That was a wild story. It is. We took some twists and turns with it. A I didn't lot. think we were gonna make it. A lot, but we made it. And I'm with means on this. Like, I hate when fucking serial killers just go off and kill themselves. And then we never get any answers. Yeah. Any confessions. But, I mean, what's the alternative? Like, I don't know. What's worse, dying or living in jail your whole life? I mean. I don't know, man. That's an impossible choice. That's a legit question. I don't even care about the, the justice part of, like, what happens to them after they're convicted. Just the... The people's family is not getting their day in court is what I don't like. Yeah. They're not getting that. like a, at least a little bit of justice to where they could find out what he had to say and what evidence they had against him and to actually convict him. But I think there's plenty of evidence against him, even if he's not around to convict him. I mean, they're, they're going to die knowing that they don't know. Well, That's what sucks. pisses me off. From a like a legal technical standpoint. Yes. But I we still like, don't know exactly what happened. That pisses me off. Yeah. They don't like, even know exactly where their kids are buried. Yeah, there's enough there for us to speculate, but we'll never know exactly for sure Why? what happened, how it happened, <laughs> how it went down. Yeah. I. There was eight people, eight people. and 11 people found. Eight people identified. Eight identified. Yeah. Yep. I agree with all yeah, that, well. but I also think that even if he was alive, you wouldn't necessarily know the truth either if he was a corpse. So, true. I mean. Maybe not. I love you all dearly, but get out. We'll get out when we're ready to. That's all right. I'm just going to go ahead and catch this the yeah. danger of hosting <laughs> like a You were apartment. doing pretty good for a while there. I was like, man, you you're look like me. you're the yeah. most spry, and their their eyes are like slowly just, yeah, closing, just, even though he was talking while he was doing yeah, it. I, I was faded. like, damn, man. And then all of a sudden, you went, we caught our second wind. Mm-hmm. I think they stole my energy. <laughs> They're kind of like succubuses. Yeah, we do that. Shiny balls. 
Stealing your thunder. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that's a that's a sad story. Like all these true crime stories we do. Yeah. Once I really got into this story, like it just. Ooh, I don't want to say it perks me up, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's would be a weird up. thing to say. Yeah, don't it, say that. It certainly piques my interest and it frustrates me. And well, I think the so. moral in my mind of the story is you got to be careful about who you give your love or attention or time to because if you don't know them well enough, that happens more often than you would think. Absolutely, I would agree. Whether I feel like heterosexual or homosexual. I mean, it. You just got to be careful. I mean, how, I mean, there's probably countless people that have died going home with someone that they, gay or like you said, I mean, not I, gay. I, I mean, you yeah. went to college. I tell my kids all the time: you listen to podcasts enough or true crime stories. A high percentage of kids that go to college or you know go on vacation with their friends or whatever that shit happens a lot: rapes, murders, mm-hmm. disappearances. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta be careful. Gotta be careful who you leave the club with. It's the moral of the story. Be careful who you leave. The Definitely got to be careful with the company you keep. That's right, Wells. And if you go to Connections, you, make man. sure, <laughs> make sure this dude right here has a good time because he seems like he had fun. Pointing at Wells. Mm-hmm. Pointing at Wells. <laughs> Damn right. All yeah. right. So, what would we rate that story? Oh. You gotta rate the story. No, I'm sorry. That's fucked up. Rate, so he's gotta rate the murders. No, I'm sorry. I give the uh, a paranormal, paranormal documentary a zero out of ten because I didn't watch it. But I might. If you don't watch, I, I would tell you all like when I went on TV to watch this documentary, like it doesn't have a proper cover to it or anything, and I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be horrible. And it was actually pretty good. But the Paranormal Witness episode that I asked you all to watch is even better. So I, I definitely want to encourage you, if you have any interest in this story at all, to please at least watch that episode. Remind the folks. It's 42 Minutes, Season 2, Episode 8 on Peacock Network, Paranormal Witnesses the Ship. Season 2, Episode 8. There's uh, nothing further on this Herb Baumeister and the Fox Hollow Farms murders. I am Ian. I'm Darren. I'm Ian. And I am Trent. Thank you for joining us and uh, stay spooky and stay off of farms that you don't know. Stay off of farms you don't know. Don't go home from bars with people that you don't know that well. And if your parents are a doctor, check your backyard. That's right. You might have a stall back there. If you are a doctor, don't take your work home with you like that. (laughs) Especially if you're a gynecologist, because that's gross. (laughs) Oh my God. So now is the time. Oh, what's this pussy doing in the backyard? Oh, are you going?